Welcome to the Bag Makers Society podcast, your ultimate destination for all things bag making. If you're passionate about crafting beautiful and functional bags, whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, you're in the right place. My name is Deb and I'm thrilled that you're joining me on this creative journey. In each episode, we'll dive into the world of bag making, exploring a range of topics that will fuel your imagination and ignite your sewing prowess. From discussing the latest bag patterns that have the crafting community buzzing, to exploring various techniques that can add that perfect touch to your designs and everything in between. We will hopefully be joined by some incredible guests, bag makers, designers and small business owners who will share their experiences, insights and invaluable tips to help you level up your bag making game. So whether you're stitching up your first tote bag or perfecting your crossbody skills, this podcast is your source for inspiration, education and a good dose of bag making camaraderie. I can't wait to share this adventure with you. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and tune in to upcoming episodes. So let's not delay any further and get started with this week's episode. Hi, welcome back to the Bag Maker Society podcast. Today I thought we'd delve into the world of fabric stashes and if you like also pattern stashing. If you're anything like me, you've probably got quite an extensive pattern stash as well as quite an extensive fabric stash. Um, yeah, my fabric stash is um, quite excessive um, and probably needs to be culled a little bit. Um, it is quite well organised. Um, I know, I think you're either in two camps with your fabric stashes. You're either somebody who organises your fabric stash really well or somebody who just, yeah, it, who just doesn't. And mine is quite organised. It is... It is organised into type. I don't really go for into, into colours thereafter, but it is organised into type. So obviously, I'm primarily a bag maker. I don't, I don't make clothes or or do much else like types of sewing. Um, so most of my um, fabrics are sort of bag making fabrics. So I have my fabrics organised into um, cottons. And then um, I have quite a collection of waterproof canvases because I do like them for linings. And then I have quite a collection of um, sort of upholstery, sort of canvasy type fabrics. And then I have quite a collection of vinyls and four leathers. And then I have quite a collection of leathers as well. So they are all organised into sort of categories and they are all stored fairly neatly most of the time um, but yeah they have grown quite considerably um, and I don't know if anybody else is, is sort of like me but I'll tend to see fabrics and I'll, I'll love them and I'll see them and I have to have them and I don't always buy fabrics with a project in mind occasionally I do but more often than not, I'll buy a fabric just because I because I love it. I love the I either love the pattern of it or I love the texture of it. Um, or you know, it might be that I, I really want to support the designer or the small business that is selling it, and that is the reason that I'll buy it. Um, but yeah, there's there is always a, a reason or a meaning behind the fabrics that I buy. Um, 
but it's it's it I've, I, I actually I'm not really usually one of them people that have have a specific project in mind so I buy it and, and I love it and I'll 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 phone over it and I'll I'll coo over it and I'll you know go on about how pretty it is and Andy will usually roll his eyes at me and go okay Deb whatever um, and then it'll go it'll get put away and it'll it'll go into the stash and then you know I'll have a think about what I want to make about it and then I'll get a little bit of fear and think oh what about if what I make I don't it isn't as nice as what I think it's going to be in my head and then I don't have that fabric anymore and then I'll be sad and yeah um so then I think about it some more and it stays it stays in the stash and then in the meantime I've seen more fabric and and the whole cycle repeats and it just perpetuates um so yeah so I don't know if anybody else is like me like that and that's how their fabric stash has kind of continued to grow and grow and grow mine is at the sort of stage now where I mean it's not it's not ridiculous I've certainly seen people who are way worse um I do love watching um videos on YouTube of people's fabric stashes because yeah they usually make me feel a little bit better because mine isn't as bad as some other people's but it is it is a little bit ridiculous that you know I have way more fabric than than what I need and I probably do need to reduce it slightly one of the things I, I have probably found is that since I started my um, bag making supply business is that I actually don't sew as much as what I used to because I just don't actually have as much time to sew as what I used to um, so I'm probably buying fabric because I'm seeing fabrics that I love um, I'm probably buying fabric quicker than what I'm sewing fabric or sewing what I used to as well so I probably just need to maybe be a little bit more organized so that I can actually get behind the sewing machine a bit more which is something that I want to do um, and I probably maybe need to put myself on a one in one out system it like until I kind of get my fabric down a little bit or maybe it's a two out two out one in system um, so that I can get my fabric down a little bit because I do need I do need a little bit of space for other things um, in my in my sewing room um, but anybody who follows me on social media um, or in the Facebook group or anything like that knows that I am a massive supporter and advocate of small businesses as well so um, you know I'll ne I won't ever sort of probably go ever go on like a, a full-on fabric buying ban that's probably just not in me and probably not something that I would ever be able to sustain either so I probably do need to maybe do a two out one in system um, to get the fabric stashed down a little bit um, but I probably need to put something in place as well where I actually know what I have um, I don't know if anybody else has done this and there's probably going to be people nodding their heads as I'm saying this but I have actually bought fabric because I've seen it loved it and thought oh my god that is beautiful I have to have it got it home gone to put it away and I already have it um, which does show that I know what I like and but it also shows that I don't know what I have so I probably need to have some sort of system that um, so I can I can see what fabrics I have because um, all of mine are away sort of in a cupboard with doors that, that, that close so unless I actually go in open the cupboards and, and look through um, which I do obviously do quite often and usually I'm like oh I forgot I had that I forgot I had that um, I do need to think about some sort of 
system to um, catalogue it all. I've heard people using um, Trello. Um, so if anybody uses a system or has a system that they find really good, um, I'd love to hear about it. Um, and I could probably really do with the same for my patterns. Um, my pattern stash is ridiculous. I have so many patterns. I have patterns that I haven't even printed out. I have patterns that I probably haven't even opened. Um, and again, I buy patterns because I really want to support the designers and, and I'll buy them because I, you know, I love them. I love the design of them. I love the style of them. Um, but I also find I am one of them sewers that I tend to stick to the same designers because I know that I like their style. I know that I like how they write their patterns. Um, and I probably should branch out a little bit more. And again, there's probably going to be people nodding their heads going, yeah, yeah, that's me too. Um, but I have so many patterns. And I've probably got patterns I don't even realise I have. I've probably got patterns where I've bought them twice because I don't realise I have them. I've got patterns that I've bought that are very similar to other patterns that I already have. And I definitely know that I need to put something together to have all of my patterns um, so that I can see what I have. So that I can see whether I've either got any gaps in my pattern collection, so whether that maybe be um, backpacks or pouches or, I don't think it's pouches, I think I've got quite a few pouches, but um, I was thinking about maybe printing out um, the, the sort of, you know, the first page of each pattern and just putting it in a file and having the file in my sewing room so that when I'm looking for inspiration or if I'm looking to do um, a tutorial or anything like that, I can look through the patterns that I have and and pick one out. Or if, you know, I'm, I'm like I say, I'm struggling for inspiration. If I've lost my sojo a little bit, I mean, that's another um, podcast episode all on its own. But I just find looking through the computer not very inspiring um so i think maybe it's having having those front pages printed out and and having it in a folder that i can flick through and have a look would be would be something that would be quite beneficial for me maybe it's having them categorized so that they're in you know crossbodies backpacks pouches um, shoulder bags that sort of thing would maybe be a good idea but if anybody has any other systems that they use for their patterns I'd um, I'd love to hear it I mean obviously when I've when I use a pattern and I've printed it out I put it into um, like specific folders but again they go away in the cupboard so they are out of the way I don't actually like things being being on show I, I, I like things to be really tidy um, otherwise I find I can't work I get I get really distracted um, so but then also everything being away and behind cupboard doors means that I forget what I have so it's yeah I need I need to think about something so that I have the little bit of a best of both worlds so if anybody has any systems that they have in place um, I would I would love to hear it hear about it and I'd love to hear about people's fabric stashes whether they are humongous stashes I'd love to hear about if people have bought fabrics that they have already bought before um, I'd love to hear about people's fabric stash stories um, 
like I say, when, when I got when I got with Andy, um, he couldn't grasp that um, fabric collecting and sewing were two kind of different hobbies and that they sometimes crossed over and that they sometimes didn't. And um, I mean, my fabric stash was nowhere near what it what it is now. Um, but yeah, he kind of just didn't didn't understand that I would buy fabrics and not necessarily know what I want to do with them, and I would just kind of put them away, or, and sometimes get them out and look at them and say, "Wasn't oh, this so pretty?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, okay, Deb, that that's that's lovely, okay," <laughs> and shake his head. Um, but he does he does get he does kind of understand like get me now because I was away with a friend a few weeks ago well a couple of months ago now and um she lives down in like Leicester and I live in the northeast of England and every few months we'll meet up sort of somewhere around about halfway in between and a few months ago we met up in Leeds and um it's just common practice that she gets dragged around fabric shops if there happen to be fabric shops where we meet up and um i mean we'll always go for a gin and tonic afterwards as well so you know she's happy and we'd gone into b m fabrics in leeds which is a lovely fabric shop and as we walked in the door i just heard her say oh my god but that that fabric there is just so you and i turned around and there was this um big leafy green print fabric which just it couldn't have been any more me big monstra swiss cheese plant leaves on this fabric and it was absolutely gorgeous um and there wasn't much left on the roll and i stood for a little while and she's like are you going to get it and i was like yeah and she's like how much of it are you going to get and normally as a bag maker i would buy a meter of a fabric if I like it because usually that is enough for a bag lining um, or an outer um, so yeah a meter is usually my go-to but I had real FOMO with this with this fabric thinking if I buy it and I make a couple of things and then I don't have any more of it left I'm I'm gonna be really good um, so I'm stood humming and hawing and as I say there was only a few meters left and it wasn't massively expensive and I thought no I'm just gonna have it all so anyway, I get home and I'm telling Andy about this fabric and I said, oh, it's, you know, it was leafy print. It was, oh, it was green, which is my, you know, it's my favorite color. And, um, and I said, there wasn't, there wasn't very much left on the roll. And the minute I said that, I was like, there wasn't much left on the roll. He just looked at me and went, you bought all that was left, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. And I thought, yeah, this man gets me. Um, so yeah, he might not understand the the fabric stashing but he he kind of he does kind of get it um but and and to be fair the fabric collection doesn't impact on his life because it's kept away in a room that you know doesn't impact him so he just he doesn't care it's fine um but i'd love to hear uh, other people's stories about their fabrics and um you know if you've got if you've got stories of fabrics that you've bought um that really hold something special to you you know if you've bought fabrics when you've been on holiday and they've got special memories and you don't want to you don't want to cut into them and, and make something from them because you're frightened of like i say not bringing it to the fruition that you want to bring it to so it stays in your fabric collection so to speak and um yeah 
tell me about them so whichever platform that you listen to this podcast on feel free to share in in the comments um or over on social media um i'm on instagram at deb underscore me made makes um you can find my facebook page by just typing in me made makes and i will i will come up and i obviously have the facebook page which is the uk bag makers society um or if you want to find me on my website and drop me an email it is www.memademakes.co.uk and i'd love to hear about your fabric stashes your pattern stashes how you store them how you create them how you grow them how you um downsize them if you have done um yeah at as always um i love to hear from the community and i would i would love to hear from you so if you ever want to reach out feel free so i hope you've enjoyed this episode of me waffling on at you again and until next time happy sewing and may your bobbin always be full speak soon bye